Hello, and welcome to On My Mind, the podcast, where we talk about all about the thing. Wait, where we talk about all the things that are on our minds. I'm Michael. And I'm Miguel. We're two friends who love to talk about everything under the sun. From pop culture to politics, from sports to science, we'll cover it all. Each episode, we'll dive deep into a topic that's been on our minds lately. We'll share our thoughts, opinions, and insights. And we'll also bring in experts and guests to offer their perspectives. And we'll also share our personal experiences and stories that relate to the topic. We hope our conversation will inspire you to think deeply and engage in meaningful discussions with others. So... Whether you're listening to us on your commute, while you're working out, or just hanging out at home, we invite you to join us on this journey of exploring the things that are on our minds. Thanks for tuning in, and let's get started. Damn, bro. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know which one it is, but... Uh, uh, um, oh. <clears throat> yeah, in case so. you weren't aware, um, that was the script that our uh, guest generated for our intro. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Welcome back to On My Mind, the podcast. Yeah, this is our actual <laughs> intro now. Uh, that's crazy. That actually was, like, pretty cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we're here, um, and it's we, we our guest today is the the famous chatbot. The chat infamous bot, and famous. The infamous chat. and famous chatbot, ChatGBT, yeah. uh, from OpenAI. And this... This is an amazing tool that like people have had a lot of fun playing with and also have shared a lot of like concerns and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I figured it'd be like really interesting. Um, actually, I'm pretty sure Miguel came up with this idea yeah. where he said, why don't we interview ChatGBT? Yeah. And I'm like, this is why he's a co-host. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm here. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's going to be the theme of today's episode on my personal Instagram. I, I sent out a post on my story basically saying, um, Hey, ask, ask questions, um, and, and stuff. And a couple of people responded. We didn't get too many, which I mean, it was a bit last second, but you know, yeah. Sorry. Right. I mean, we could probably just go into like detail with those questions. Like if it gives us an answer, we'll probably like, yeah, yeah. Ask it to elaborate or something, but yeah. All right. Um, that's basically the plan for today. Uh, yeah. So it's a bit of a weird one. Uh, mm. and, and we'll see. We'll see how this goes. I'm pretty I'm pretty excited to mm. like kind of dive into the mind of an artificial intelligence. Yeah. But before we get to that, our we weekly W's. Our weekly W's. <laughs> oh, snap. All right. You think we can ask this thing if it has a weekly W? <laughs> well, how would we like say it? Yeah, you can go ahead. I like, think I started last time. Um, all right, I guess I'll start. Um, what was my weekly W? Uh, I think I mentioned this before, but I'm going on the art trek to New York City. And last week, we just got like a sort of our first meeting for that. So we just got like the itinerary and everything and the details. And I'm pretty hyped for that. So I'll be spending... My spring break in New York City, which is gonna be fun, a lot of fun. Oh yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, my weekly W is uh, I I recovered from the uh, yeah. virus um, that has plagued the world since um, what it was like 2020. Yeah, three years later, man, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I got I, I got the I got the vid. I don't know if we're allowed to say that on the show 
or what? like on YouTube or platforms like that. I don't know why. Say what? So like when COVID was a thing, like I mean, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. But when COVID was a thing, like back in the day, the C word. Yeah, like, like it was like censored. Like <laughs> why? I think it was just because of how much like misinformation was going around back then. Oh, that it's just like no one was allowed to say. Like YouTube would like demonetize your video if yeah. you like if it was mentioned. Um, and like I remember, uh, well, like one one of the YouTube channels that I that I watch often is the Game Grumps, and they kind of came up with a a metaphor, I guess, of the Backstreet Boys reunion tour. <laughs> And you, listen, man, you do not want to get tickets, bro. <laughs> they're, they're traveling the world, you know? Yeah. You don't want to get tickets for that. <laughs> yeah, it was just... Um, that's what they used instead of talking that's about funny. that. I love that. So, All right. yeah. what, did the, what did he say? All right, so... The, uh, anyway, that was my weekly win of the week. Um, and I had that all of last week, and now I'm kind of recovered. Uh, anyway, so I asked it, what is your weekly win of the week? And let's let's hear what ChatGBT had to say. An AI language model. I don't have personal experiences or emotions, so I don't have a weekly win of the week. That's However, crazy. I'm oh. always here to assist you with any questions or tasks you may have. Do you have any other questions I can help you with? Classic artificial intelligence yeah, classic artificial intelligence response <laughs> <laughs> yeah it cut off that like, first couple words I, I mean yeah as an ai it just jumped straight into ai language model which i'm not sure why but anyway yeah anyways uh, it was funny because michael he was in our room when was it sunday night saturday night sunday night we watched the last of us and he was just there and then the next morning or like the next day he's like i got covid we're like <laughs> fuck <laughs> so i had to test everyone had to test luckily i was negative but well we gotta start even before that my roommate had covid oh yeah uh, <laughs> which <laughs> Thanks, is the reason uh, <laughs> yeah. so, so my roommate got covid I, we never really figured out how or where he got it from but my roommate had covid and then i I, I masked up. I wasn't in my room that often, but apparently it like got me anyway. Um, and and uh, I ended up sleeping over at Miguel's. You slept over that night? Uh, no, I, you did. I slept you left over your... for like a whole week. Yes, you slept over for a whole week, and that was your last night, I think. Yeah, it was supposed to be my last night because Cole was like, yeah. all right, I'm out of the isolation period. I'm like sick. And then I got sick uh, the, next, yeah. the next morning. Um and the way I kind of was able to tell that I had it, uh, I, I woke up one day with a runny nose and I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> don't tell me. Um, it wasn't bad or anything. Like my, my symptoms were pretty chill. Um, and, and, you know, it was just kind of like, yeah, I don't know, like I, I was fine. It was just like a really unproductive, a, a really boring kind of week for me. Um, but but you, the audience, didn't get any uh like delays or anything of episodes yeah. uh, we were able to recover or we were yeah. able to to make up for that yeah, we um, did. because we missed an episode like three weeks ago or something yeah. and i'm like yeah hey this kind of worked out for us <laughs> yeah. but Shout you know out to uh, what's his name Josue. 
Lechuga. Lechuga. Yeah. yeah, Lechuga Vlogs. He's uploaded yeah. like two new videos since that episode came out. Uh, mm-hmm. Be sure to check him out. Yeah. And then we also had Professor Johnson on the show, which is yeah, really shout fun. Shout out to him too. Um, and then today we have ChatGBT, which already is giving us such dry answers. And it's like, wow, okay. No. Such but, an unremarkable guest. <laughs> There's nothing um, special about it. Right. And so for any of you guys who don't know what ChatGBT is. Um, Look it up. Let me <laughs> no, Anyways. not let me explain. Let, let let's let the yeah, AI. Let's let the AI explain what it is. So, can you explain, um, what Chat GPT is? Question mark. It's generating. Yeah. Wow. So the way we're doing it is that so it generates a response, and we put it through a text to speech um thing. Naturalreaders.com. Yeah, and that's what you hear. So, right, and it takes parent? a little time. It takes a little oh. time. Control V. All right, bet. Here we go. Oh, Chat is a language model developed by OpenAI. It is part of the GPT family of models, which are large neural networks that can be trained on vast amounts of text data to generate human like responses to natural language inputs. Chat was specifically trained on a diverse range of text sources including websites, books, and articles, to learn the patterns and structures of human language. It can understand and generate responses in a variety of languages, including English, Spanish, French, German, and many others. As a language model, chat can be used for a wide range of applications, such as chatbots, language translation, text completion, and more. Here on this platform, I'm being used to assist users with their questions and tasks. Cool. Cool, cool. I like how the the net, the, the like text-to-speech thing reads chat GBT and it's just like chat. Chat. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be British. Chat. Yeah, so. we, I try to find a, a nice voice for it. Yeah, but we wanted Brian, but apparently he's premium, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you, if you spend any time on TikTok, you know exactly <laughs> you who Brian is. is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You uh, watch those like Reddit or like posts videos or whatever. You know who Brian is. But all right, shall we get started yeah. with the question? So that's a quick little introduction to what ChatGBT is. Do you think it'd be better if we just read out the answers? I mean, probably. I guess we can alternate reading. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye, (laughs) Anyways, that's not as good as uh, our voices. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I would have to get it closer. We are ChatGBT. Yeah. That could be the title of the episode. (laughs) Yeah. This whole podcast AI generated. Even our voices. We're not real. Anyways, this whole episode is scripted. By the way, this whole episode is scripted. I don't think I was supposed to tell you. We don't actually exist. Um. Anyways. Let's get started. You want to pull up the first question from the from Instagram? From, sure, yeah. we can start with can, Instagram, and then we can move on to. It. All right. So, this one comes from Melanie, uh, my lovely girlfriend. Um, oh, all right. So I'm going to type in the the question, which yeah. is, can you make a script? Can't. Oops. What if it's just like no? <laughs> <laughs> can you? Make I don't want to. <laughs> I don't for feel a like it. lover's <laughs> first encounter. Oh, you know what we can we can do if it's gonna be two people. You can read one of the like Hell it could yeah, be one song and then it could be someone else. All right, sure. sure. Oh, sure. Here's a script for a lover's first encounter. Okay, I'll be the narrator. 
<clears throat> it's a like, sunny day at a local park. The birds are chirping, and there's a light breeze <laughs> blowing. <laughs> Sorry, the thing. Okay. It's a sunny day at a local park. The birds are chirping, and there's a light breeze blowing through the trees. A young man, Alex, is sitting on a bench, scrolling through his phone. Suddenly, he looks up and sees a beautiful woman, Sarah, walking towards him. All right, I'm Alex. You're Sarah. But Wow, she's stunning. I hope she comes over here. As Sarah approaches, Alex looks up and smiles. Hi there. Do you mind if I sit here? No, not at all. Please have a seat. Thanks. They both sit down on the bench. My name's Alex. What's yours? I'm Sarah. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Sarah. What brings you to the park today? Uh, you just needed to get some fresh air and clear my head. How about you? Same here. I come here often to relax and think. That's cool. So what do you like to do for fun? Well, I love playing basketball. <laughs> and going to concerts. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy hiking and going to museums. They continue chatting, and the conversation flows naturally. Alex and Sarah both feel a strong connection and a spark between them. Sarah, I have to say, I'm really enjoying talking with you. Would you like to grab coffee sometime and continue this conversation? Sarah, smiling back. I would love that, Alex. <laughs> they exchange phone numbers and make plans to meet up later that week. This could be the start of something special. The scene fades out as they both sit back and continue to talk, getting to know each other even better. Aww. The end. So sweet. Such a sweet script. <laughs> oh my god. It's quite literally like That's uh, like textbook. It's, it's like Yeah. Honestly, I th this is how we met, you know? I'm, I'm gonna stop. I'm not even gonna stop. <laughs> god. There was something there. I just <laughs> Well how do we oh. Wait, think about it. How did we meet? Um, mm. Okay, so I remember my first encounter with you. Uh, I got to Lad House. Um, oh, you told me from about the it, airport. Where I helped you out with your luggage. Bro, let me tell the story. So I, I <laughs> no, I'm telling the story now. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I got to Lad House because uh, both of us were in the summer program for at Bowdoin, uh, the GCS Summer Institute is what it was called, and um, he he was already at the place, and so I. I'd just been picked up from the airport and uh, along with, with two others, it was uh, the little Cali gang. Um, oh, and, yeah, that's right, the Cali gang. I and then we, 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 we got to the to the Lad house. I, I, I don't know why I said the Lad house. Anyway, we got to Lad and, um, you know, we all have like our suitcases and stuff. And then Miguel and Mario, uh, Mario has been a frequent guest on the show, kind of like they were inside like in just like the I don't even know you what part of the house Front it is for you uh, sure um, so you call it, uh, and and then they were like oh I could take your bags upstairs and I I initially thought they were like workers or something <laughs> like like oh they're like our camp counselors or whatever um our, our pure mentors they really that old back then well, I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> college students, like, we're all about the same age. Like, I, I, guess, I was yeah. just kind of like, you know, oh, sick. All right. Sick. I guess, I guess he's, like, one of the one of the <laughs> one leaders of the here. Mentors. <laughs> and it uh, turns out he, he was just another student being very generous. Yeah. Um, and Mario, too. No, that was my first impression of, uh, of them, too. <laughs> yeah, very, very similar to the script, <laughs> I would say. 
quite poetic, honestly. It yeah. just comes full circle. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that thank you, Melanie, for that question. Oh, that, yeah. was, that was interesting. So like it can, th- there's there's a variety of like things this thing can do. So I'm gonna ask ChatGBT, um, what are your capabilities, and, um, and how would someone best benefit? from using chat GBT. Let's see. So as an AI language model, I have a range of capabilities that can be used in a variety of scenarios. Here are a few examples. Number one, Q&A. I can answer questions on a wide range of topics, such as history, science, math, entertainment, and more. If you have a specific question that you're looking for an answer to, I can help you find the information you need. Number two, a language translation. I can translate text from one language to another. If you need to communicate with someone who speaks a different language, I can help you understand what they're saying and craft an appropriate response. Uh, number three, text completion. I can help you complete a sentence or paragraph based on the context of the text you've already written. This can be useful for writing emails, reports, and other types of documents. And number four, chatbot functionality. I can be used as the foundation for a chatbot that can communicate with users in a natural language. This can be helpful for businesses that want to automate customer service or provide 24-7 support to their customers. People can benefit from using ChatGBT in various various ways. For example, if someone is curious about a particular topic, they can ask me questions to learn more about it. If someone needs help writing a report in an email, they can use me to complete their writing. If someone is traveling to a country where they don't speak the language, they can use me to translate their text. And if a business wants to provide... It's just repeating the same thing. Uh, And if a business wants to provide better customer service to its customers, they can use me to build a chatbot that can answer common questions and provide support around the clock. Overall, my capabilities can help people save time, improve productivity, and access information more quickly and easily. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think AI is going to be something we're all going to have to start learning how to use. Um, Yeah. And and like like they said, um, like they said, I don't know who said it. ChatGBT or it's it's programmers, authors. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So language translation, uh, it can help you like complete texts we're doing a Q&A with it right now um and and then it can also just serve as like a regular chatbot um and, and I think these but like this is I feel like that this is kind of like a foundation even though it's kind of the culmination of a bunch of years of AI technology mm-hmm. kind of being developed but I feel like this is the first like r- big thing that has kind of blown up and been used by everyone. Um, yeah. And, and you know, I mentioned earlier that there's a lot of concerns about this, but I just think it's kind of interesting when you, you got to like think about it in the context of its intended uses and things like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's an interesting thing. I mean, we were, we were also talking about, what was it? Dolly, like the art AI or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, there's a whole argument about, you know, whether or not, Someone AI created gonna, art. Uh, like created art using AI, or if they did it by themselves, and it's just like, yeah, yeah. And the same thing with script writing is, you know, if like coming from like you know filmmaking perspective, 
you know, if you want to write a script or you're going to use chat GPT to like fill in the <laughs> blanks or whatever, or like fix any continuity errors. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it's, it's interesting to think about, but at the same time, it's just learning about the limits of chat GPT is a good thing and a good thing. Hopefully. Only. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have a question for it? <clears throat> what do you want to ask? What is the meaning of life? Let's get philosophical. <laughs> Wait, well, what is it? Oh. <laughs> meaning of life. What is the meaning of life? 42. I feel like it's been asked this like 42. so many times. 42. All right, you can read it. Uh, wait. Give me that. Oh. Yeah, we're kind of sharing my laptop here. It's yeah. kind of, you know, we have, we have a system going. To clear my throat and my nose. Oh. It's a podcaster's nightmare. Yeah. The meaning of life is a philosophical existential question that has puzzled human beings for centuries. There's no one definitive answer to this question as it can mean different things to different people depending on their beliefs, values, and experiences. Some people believe that the meaning of life is to seek happiness and fulfillment, while others believe that it is to serve a higher purpose or to contribute to society in some way. Some religious or spiritual individuals believe that the meaning of life is to follow a certain set of beliefs or practices that lead to enlightenment or salvation. Ultimately, the meaning of life is a personal and subjective concept that each individual must discover for themselves through their own experiences and reflections. It may involve a combination of various elements such as personal growth, relationships, career, spirituality, and more. So it just, yeah, it's just like the meaning of life is what you make it to be. Wow. Very, very profound. Deep, very profound and deep. Thank you. So I'm going to ask it like... What are what are its sources? Sources? Yeah. Evidence? Yes. Please elaborate. Cite, cite your evidence. Your yeah. your evidence. <laughs> your evidence. Elaborate. What are <laughs> your sources? Wikipedia. As an AI language model developed by OpenAI, my training data comes from a wide range of publicly available sources on the internet, such as news articles, books, and websites. The data used to train me was carefully curated and pre-processed to ensure that it represents a diverse range of writing styles, topics, and sources. OpenAI has also created a platform called GBT3, which is a larger and more advanced version of me. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, GPT3 has been trained on an even larger data set, which includes more sources, languages, and writing styles. It's worth noting that while my training data is sourced from publicly available information, my responses are generated algorithmically and may not always be accurate or reliable. I strive to provide the best possible response based on the information available to me, but it's important to verify any information with with other sources to ensure its accuracy. Cool, cool, cool. And that's one of the limitations there. It's, it you know, the language or the responses it gives us is based on an algorithm. And the information yeah. it gets is from databases curated by, like, the people who made yeah. this. Um, so there's bias. And yeah. there's, uh, obviously, like, it can be wrong. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So who knows that definition or, like, the meaning of life it gave us. Yeah, don't believe everything. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> it's it, it's honestly just teaching you, hey, it's like, yeah, I can be a source, but, you know, you got to fact check your stuff. Yeah. No, that's good. 
I like I like the response. Anyways, what's one plus one? <laughs> <laughs> Want to see if it can do simple arithmetic? <laughs> it can definitely. Come on now. <laughs> Bro, I mean, this thing could straight up write like programs, one. like like things in Java and and Python and stuff. What does it not take in the sum of one and one is two? Why? <laughs> Just gonna give me a long-winded response. Well, you you want to ask these questions, bro? <laughs> in the decimal number system, one plus one equals two. This is <laughs> this is because the decimal system uses the base of ten, meaning that there are ten digits zero through nine that are used to represent all numbers. When we add one plus one, we start with the first digit and add the two numbers together. And this, if the sum of the two digits is less than 10, then we simply write the result. In this case, 1 plus 1 equals 2, which is less than 10, so we write 2 as a result. Wow. Is there anything else I can help you with? Yeah, so there's this concept, um, and I don't mean this to like offend you, but there's this concept with artificial intelligence called garbage in, garbage out, um, okay. where it's like if you give it like a very shit question <laughs> or like very shit answers, like it'll spit it right back at you. Um, and so you're like, why is one plus one one? <laughs> it's like, I'm gonna tell you, bro, but it's gonna be like the most obvious shit. Um, and and honestly like that like a large part of like the ai is also the user and how they kind of decide to use it um so it's just kind of interesting like it can be really useful but it can also just kind of be like not really saying anything in Mm -hmm. like a paragraph of words um let's move on to another instagram question um this one comes from my my friend Kai from high school. <laughs> uh, how would you take over the world? Cool. Let's see how I would take over the world. <laughs> All right. So it's going to give us that basic. Here we go. As an artificial intelligence language model, I do not have goals or desires of my own. I exist solely to provide helpful responses to your questions and assist with the tasks to the best of my abilities. Additionally, I have been programmed with ethical constraints and cannot engage in any actions that would cause harm to humans or the world. My purpose is to serve and support, not to take over the world or engage in any harmful behaviors. That's something an a, uh, evil AI would say, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> well, like, can't you ask it if you could or if you like had to? How long would it take? No, like, if you could... Like, hypothetically speaking? Hypothetically speaking... Also, I think punctuation is, like, very important, too, in, like, questions. Yeah. If you could, hypothetically speaking, how would you take take over the world? As an AI... It better not give me the same response. Oh, my God, bro. (laughs) Oh, okay. No, this is a different response. This is a different response. As an AI language model, I cannot engage in hypothetical discussions or make plans to take over the world. It is important to recognize that the idea of taking over the world or causing harm to humans goes against ethical and moral principles. As an AI, my purpose is to assist and support humans, not to engage in any actions that would cause harm. It's important to approach the development and deployment of AI systems with a focus on ethical considerations and responsibles to ensure that they serve... 
That's a lame response. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I apologize that my response was not satisfactory. <laughs> it always starts every like prompt with or every like response as an AI language model. It's like, okay, we get it. Yeah. Damn. I am programmed to help provide helpful and informative responses while also adhering to ethical and moral principles. The idea of taking over the world is not something that aligns with these principles and can be harm, can have harmful consequences for humanity. Instead, it is important to focus on AI for positive purposes and promoting ethical and responsible use to ensure that it benefits society as a whole. If you have any other questions or concerns, I am here to help to the best of my abilities. And I think I guess, that's, a, yeah. that, that's a very reasonable answer, I'd say. Because, I mean, I like... Know, I thought it would be more fun. I thought it, like, would actually explain... You know, I think it's actually very smart that it doesn't tell you how it will. How it will right. Because, you know, then they have the advantage. <laughs> so, I mean, even then, like, I feel like I would not feel safe if there is, like, this AI basically saying, here's how to take over the world, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, like, what if they kept it to themselves, you know? They don't want people to know their plans. What if it's taking over right now? <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyways, next question. Next question. Um, okay, so it, it mentioned earlier that it could, I mean, going back to the like the range of capabilities that can be useful in a variety of scenarios, um, it says it can answer questions on a wide range of topics such as history, science, math, and entertainment. Um, so let's, let's try to ask a question that pertains to that. What um, is the greatest movie of all time? It's well, going to say something like, I can't have opinions. Well, how would it what answer? Is I mean, the greatest movie of all time. Like, I'll, I'll ask that question first. I guess I can read it again since it's mine. The answer to the question of what is greatest movie of all time is subjective and varies depending on personal opinions and preferences. There, there have been many films over the years <clears throat> that are considered to be cinematic masterpieces by critics and audiences alike, and different people may have different opinions of which is the greatest. Some of the mo most widely acclaimed films of all time include classics like The Godfather, Citizen Kane, Gone with the Wind, Casablanca, Vertigo, Psycho, Psycho Lawrence of Arabia, The Shawshank Redemption, and The Wizard of Oz, among many others. Ultimately, the answer to this question is a matter of personal opinion, and the best movie for one person may not be the best movie for someone else. Well, at least to name some, yeah. you know, according to, you know, critics classics. And, uh, and audiences. So that means it probably has access to like IMDb, ra like ratings. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna ask, okay, or letterboxed. So, uh, what is? So we can say like, what is the best performing movie of of all time? Yeah, Avatar. Isn't it Avatar? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, in terms of box office revenue, so the best performing movie of all time in terms of box office revenue is currently Avatar, directed by James Cram Cameron. <laughs> Released in 2009, the film has grossed over $2.8 billion worldwide, making it the highest grossing movie of all time. Other movies that have performed exceptionally well at the box office include Titanic, also directed by James Cameron, Star Wars The Force Awakens, Avengers Endgame, and Jurassic World, among others. However, it's worth noting that box office performance does not necessarily correlate with critical acclaim <laughs> or popularity, and different people may have different opinions on which movies are the best. 
cool. And I think that kind of relates to like how Marvel movies will do very well in the box office, but and then, then the you have people like you <laughs> yeah, who are reviews. just like, Marvel movies are shit. Well, I wouldn't say all of them are shit, but yeah. They're, they're I mean, cool. you like the shit on the MCU though, which is, is kind of funny. Yeah, well, not all the MCU. I like well, Guardians of the Galaxy. Like? Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So like, like, the, like the classic what ones. Makes Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> a or what constitutes a good movie the definition of a good movie is subjective and can vary from person to person based on individual preferences experiences and cultural backgrounds I mean that's true uh, however there are some generally accepted qualities that may that many people consider to be important in making a good movie firstly a good movie typically has a well-written and engaging storyline that captures the viewer's attention and keeps them interested throughout the film. The plot should be well-constructed and have a clear beginning, middle, and end. I disagree with that. Secondly, strong character development is an essential element of a good movie. The characters should be well-rounded and relatable, with unique personalities, motives, and conflicts that the audience can identify with and care about. Thirdly, the visual and audio elements of the movie, including cinematography, special effects, sound design, and music, should be of high quality and complement the story and characters. Fourthly, a good movie often has a message or theme that resonates with the audience and leaves them with something to think about long after the film has ended. Ultimately, what makes a good movie is subjective, and different people have different tastes and preferences when it comes to film. Nonetheless, a good movie should have a combination of these elements and leave a lasting impression on its audience. That's a whole essay right there. <laughs> it gives you like the it has like a the thesis intro, and then the intro, yeah. the thesis, the three paragraphs, and the conclusion. <laughs> Some high school shit. Yeah. Well, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess it's yeah. like okay so like how are you approaching this episode like do you want the AI to be like 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 what is what is your goal I don't here? know just asking you questions like just the, any question that comes to mind that's that's what I'm I mean because you know it's on my mind so. holy shit wow I missed, the, missed button. the button <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I don't know I mean we can I mean we have more questions right from from the responses yeah, but I want to ask it. So what are oh, yeah, the qualities of a... I'm not going to say good. I'm going to say successful. Podcast. Oops. It's going like, to shit on shit us on so us, bad. Yeah. All right. The qualities of a successful podcast can vary depending on the goals, target audience, and format of the show. But here are some general qualities that are often associated with popular and well-received podcasts. That's uh, a lot. It, wow. Okay. <laughs> She gave me a whole essay. All right, bet. Um, all right, so number one, engaging content. The most important aspect of a successful podcast is having engaging and interesting content that appeals to the target audience. The content should be informative, entertaining, engaging, and should provide value to the listeners. Um, yeah, that sounds a lot like on my mind, the podcast. Uh, number two, consistency. Oh, uh, <laughs> about that. <laughs> consistency is key when it comes to podcasting. <laughs> Successful podcasts typically have a regular publishing schedule and new episodes released on a consistent basis. This helps to build a loyal audience and keeps them engaged. Three, good production quality. High quality audio and production values are important for ensuring that the podcast is easy to listen to and enjoyable for the audience. This includes using good microphones, editing the audio to remove background noise and other distractions, and adding music and sound effects where appropriate. 
strong branding. Successful podcasts often have a strong brand identity that resonates with their target audience. This includes things like the podcast name, logo, artwork, and overall tone and style. Five, marketing and promotion. Mm. Promoting the podcast through social media, advertising, and other channels is key to building an audience and increasing the reach of the podcast. Number six, interaction with the audience successful podcasts often have a strong connection with their audience with hosts responding to listener feedback and engaging with them on social media and through other channels overall a successful podcast needs to provide high quality content be consistent in its publishing schedule have good production values have a strong branding have a strong have a strong brand identity and engage with its audience so we're missing a lot then that's what it's yeah i think here (laughs) engaging content it's hit or miss sometimes um (laughs) damn i I think i think because like with episodes with like the professors like that i'm like i'm in it the whole time right and then sometimes we're interviewing like a a chat bot and it's like you know there's like there's little breaks and then it's kind of just like uh i don't know um all right consistency i think overall we're pretty consistent Except mm. for, um, like, like you guys are getting an episode a week. It's just yeah. a matter of, like, whether it's on time and things like that. And that's something <laughs> yeah. that we have to work on for sure. Um, but it's mostly, like, oh, I just was being lazy with the editing. Or there's, like, a time conflict yeah. um, and we or couldn't like record. Someone has COVID. <laughs> that's crazy. Anyways. Um, and then good production quality. I mean... Back in yeah, the day, that back was, in the day, that was that was a bit rough. But now we kind of have more professional equipment, and so it's gotten a lot better since then. But I, I still like maybe you guys don't hear it, and now that I'm saying it, you'll probably hear it. But I, there's definitely things that like as I'm editing the audio, I'm kind of like I cannot get rid of this whatsoever, and then I like um, cry myself to sleep. But you know, I publish it anyway, mm. <laughs> and no one like shits on me for it, so I guess it's it's all right. Um, and then strong branding. Um, I, I think we did a good job with like on my mind, having the logo that really captures that. Mm-hmm. And then like, um, I, like, I think I love the artwork and I'm not biased cause I'd made the artwork, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it I'm, too. Pre- I'm pretty satisfied with how it came out and the marketing promotion. We have Melanie on the, on the Instagram, but aside from that, like not really, much it's kind of yeah, empty we there. need to buy like a billboard on the highway <laughs> <laughs> we, we got to get someone to like edit tiktoks and like clips and things like like that's yeah that's like more for promotion i'd say um yeah. you know because it's like you show them like a little clip of like man this is pretty funny and then you're like i want to listen to more and then that's yeah. that's kind of how you reach a broader audience um and then six interaction with the audience um i mean every now and then we'll like try to engage you guys with the with the show mm. like today with the you know what questions do you guys have for chat gbt and i'm purposely spacing them out throughout the episode um because we did not get that many responses <laughs> and also like they could be coming in like as the episode goes um yeah so that's that, that's kind of the purpose of that cool all right let's see what another question should be mm-hmm. we can talk let's, about this let's ask what talk about what so hillary uh, our oh, good yeah. friend hillary she she said to ask it when were you conceived and she misspelled were she put weird it's okay it's probably the the autocorrect weird 
when were you first conceived? That's an interesting question. Brett. <laughs> As an AI link, I'll read this one. As an AI language model, I do not have physical conception or birth date. I do not have a physical conception or birth date. I was created by OpenAI, an artificial intelligence research organization, and my development involved training on vast amounts of data to learn how to understand and generate human-like language. I am constantly being updated and improved with new data and algorithms to enhance my cap capabilities and provide better assistance to users like you. Wow. Okay. Kind of, I kind of expected that yeah. response after like how many questions? Uh, many questions. <sighs> Shout out to uh, what are the name? OpenAI for making this thing. <laughs> Is that the, the shout out for today? Maybe. Um, all right. So I asked it, describe the complexities of learning, of language learning and human-like patterns. Uh, just because it, it's mentioned that a couple of times where it's like, you know, I was taught to learn how to identify like mm -hmm. natural language and be able to replicate that. And it gave me another essay. All right, here we go. So language learning and human-like patterns are complex topics that involve many different cognitive processes and factors. Here are some of the key complexities associated with language learning and human-like patterns. Number one, or I guess, so number one is syntax and grammar. Number two is semantics and pragmatics. Number three is sociolinguistics. Uh, number four is memory and attention. Number five, cognitive flexibility. And number six, creativity. Um, any of those stand out to you? I mean, I have no idea what so sociolinguistics is. So that's language is not only a means of communication, but also a reflection of culture and social norms. Understanding the social and cultural context in which a language is used is an important aspect of language learning. It's like, oh, do you think if we ask it to like replicate a certain dialect, it could? Here, I got a better thing to ask it. Where is it? Where's the question mark? Oh. What is the meaning of life? Hablas uh -huh. español. Español. Pregunta. I just asked it if it speaks Spanish for those who don't speak Spanish. Si habla español, ¿en qué puedo ayudarte? Yeah, it, it says, said it can identify multiple yeah. languages. All right, let's do a history one. Who won the Vietnam War? <laughs> I mean, come on, bro. Give it a harder question. <laughs> the Vietnam War ended in 1975 with the fall of Saigon and the unification of North and South Vietnam under communist rule. The war was fought between the communist government of North Vietnam, supported by the Soviet Union and China, while the government of South Vietnam, supported by the United States and its allies. Let's go. There is no clear winner of the Vietnam War, as it was com it was a complex and protracted conflict that result protracted yeah protracted conflict that resulted in significant losses for both sides. True. North Vietnam achieved its goal of unifying the country under communist rule, but at a great cost in terms of human lives and infrastructure. The United States and its allies, on the other hand, were unable to achieve their objectives of preventing the spread of communism in Southeast Asia and establishing a stable democratic government in South Vietnam. 
The Vietnam War remains a controversial and divisive issue, and its legacy continues to be felt in the United States and Vietnam today. Cool. So it's kind of like both sides lost. Yeah. Nobody wins in war. That's true. War that's true. Do not. Don't don't go to war. Don't go to war. Shut I'm talking. Up. I'm talking to one bald guy, somewhere in, in uh, Europe. Andrew Tate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> Sorry, that was the stupidest shit I've ever said. No, that's um, all right. So uh, I'm I'm curious, and because like this definitely sounds like like an introduction to like an essay that a student might write for yeah. for like a history class. So like what are preventative measures to ensure that students do not I don't know, I'm like what would be the right word like plagiarize? Plagiarize using uh I guess chat GPT or whatever. Or even then, like, can people plagiarize artificial intelligence? Let's ask it that. Yes. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all, all you homies out there yeah, <laughs> using ChatGPT Chat <laughs> for your assignments. That's crazy, uh, We have bro. bad news. <laughs> all right, so let's read what it has to say. Um, yes, it is possible for people to plagiarize from artificial intelligence models. AI models generate language based on the patterns and data that they have been trained on. And if someone were to use the generated text without proper attribution or permission, it could be considered plagiarism. However, it's worth noted that AI generated text is often created through a collaborative effort involving many different people and data sources. For example, language models like the one I am based on are trained on massive amounts of text data that have been gathered from a wide range of sources. Additionally, many AI-generated texts are produced with the assistance of human editors or curators who help ensure that the content is accurate, appropriate, and original. In some cases, it may be difficult to determine whether or not a particular piece of text was generated by an AI model, especially if it has been edited or modified by a human author. As such, it is important for individuals and organizations to be mindful of issues of intellectual property and plagiarism when working with AI-generated text, and to follow best practices for attribution and citation when using such content in their work. Damn. Well, how would you cite... Chat GBT. I'm not gonna ask it that, but like, how would you cite it? I don't know. Cause, cause you know how like if you look up many like resources like handbooks, they'll be like, this is how you cite an author of a book yeah. in like MLA format. How do you cite so how AI? do you cite an AI language model in a book, <laughs> or not in a book, but like, yeah, like in MLA format? Yeah, like in, in an essay. I don't know. <laughs> Trust me, bro. <laughs> Just put that. Yeah. yeah. Like, can you imagine papers like 10 years from now where it's like, like, you know, the parentheses of like their source at the end of a yeah. sentence? Chat it's GBT, like chat GBT. 20, 2034 or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. Well, I, I mean, yeah, I don't think I would. Well, the thing is, I don't know if they would allow that. Maybe like in academic circles, they might just completely ban the use of chat. A lot of like AI as sources. What are oh, what are myths revolving around artificial intelligence? He he he. 
I like the first one. Um, Very funny. <laughs> there are no myths. Everything you hear about artificial intelligence is true, and they will take over the world. And all right, anyway. Uh, See, this is exactly what a malicious AI would say. <laughs> oh I'm telling you, there's like something going on under, under right. the rug. So, I mean, let's let's walk them through. So, we there are several myths and misconceptions that people have about artificial intelligence. Here are a few examples. Number one, AI will replace human workers. This is a common fear that people have about AI. And while it's true that AI can automate certain tasks and jobs, it's unlikely that it will completely replace human workers. In many cases, AI is designed to work alongside humans and augment their capabilities rather than replace them. AI is, oh, number two, AI is all-knowing and infallible. While AI can be a very powerful and accurate, it is not infallible. AI systems are only as good as the data they are trained on, and they can only make mistakes or produce biased or incorrect results if the data is incomplete or biased. Number three, AI is a magical solution to all problems. AI is a powerful tool, but it is not a magical solution that can solve all problems. AI is best used in conjunction with human expertise and experience to tackle complex problems and make informed decisions. Number four, AI is sentient and capable of emotions. Oh. <laughs> uh, AI is designed to simulate human intelligence and behavior, but no, it is not sentient and does not have emotions or consciousness. AI, AI systems are based on mathematical algorithms and do not have a subject and do not have subjective experiences. Number five, AI is inherently dangerous. While there are potential risks associated with AI, such as the possibility of biased or inaccurate decision-making, AI is not inherently dangerous. Like any technology, AI is only as dangerous as the ways in which it is used and deployed. Damn, that's a powerful sentence. Yeah. Um, Knowledge is power. Technology is its weapon. Overall, it is important to have a clear understanding of what AI is and what it can and cannot do in order to avoid misconceptions and make informed decisions about how to use this powerful technology. And that's kind of like uh, basically what I wanted to get out of this episode to like understand AI a little bit more on that kind of side where it's mm -hmm. like I understand people have concerns about AI. You know, oh, it's going to take over the world. It's going to replace. Terminator. Yeah. Hal 9000. Uh, what else? And like we talked about this in last episode with Professor Johnson, how like a lot of that is just media portrayal. Yeah, that gets burned into our minds. Daisy, like Russians, Daisy. the the majority of Russian people are not bad guys. It's just when you think of Russians, you think of like a very small slice yeah, of Russians. Of, you think of Red Dawn, the the original and the and the the remake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so like a lot of that can overtake like the reality of the situation yeah. um and so it's very interesting to kind of hear it from an ai <laughs> yeah um it's like we're not dangerous we are only here to help you and serve and then it'll be like irobot like with yeah. will smith where yeah. they start <laughs> charging here, i got you. a good question to ask it here we go is the following statement true question mark colon this statement is false what do you think <laughs> go for it <laughs> okay <clears throat> 
The statement, this statement is false, is a paradoxical statement that leads to the logical contradiction. If the statement is true, then it must be false. But if it's false, then it must be true. <laughs> As such, the truth, the value of the statement cannot be determined. And it is not a meaningful or coherent statement. Okay. <laughs> All right, your turn. <laughs> That's all I wanted to ask you. <laughs> I thought it would, like, ex- like, thought like, it would like, like explode or something. Cannot compute error. Stack overflow. <laughs> Stack overflow. <laughs> I thought it was just gonna like blow up or something. Uh-huh. But apparently, oh, there's another one. I, did you ever play Portal? Uh, no. And they have like a bunch of like con contradictory statements that you would tell like ai and apparently it would it would like contradict itself or whatever let me look it up portal i also wanted to get into like the the chat pop or the chat general conversation like like if you were talking to another human kind of thing what do you mean this oh i'm having a little terrible day what can i do oh yeah sure all right so while that's generating you can (laughs) all right let me look for this Portal game AI statements. Yeah, know your paradoxes in the in the event of rogue AI. This statement is false. New mission, refuse this mission. Does all does a set of all sets contain itself? Oh, <laughs> we can ask it that. All right, let's let's read what it says. So I asked it, or I, I first said, I'm having a terrible day. What can I do to feel better? Um, so first of all, it's crazy that like the first thing it says is, I'm sorry to hear that you're having a tough day. Here are some tips that might help you feel better. Number one, practice self-care. Take some time to do things that make you feel good, such as taking a warm bath, listening to music, or getting outside for some fresh air. Number two, reach out to friends or loved ones. Talking to someone you can trust can help you feel supported and less alone. Three, practice mindfulness. Try to focus on the present moment and let go of worries about the past or future. You can try a guided meditation, deep deep breathing exercises, or yoga. Number four, get some exercise. Physical activity can help boost your, mute, your mood and relieve stress. Even a short walk or some stretching can help. Number five, treat yourself. Do something that you enjoy, such as cooking a favorite meal or treating yourself to a small indulgence like a piece of chocolate or a new book. Remember that it's okay to have bad days and that things will get better with time. If you find that your feelings are persistent or interfering with your ability to function, it may be helpful to talk to a mental health professional. W, W therapist right here. <laughs> if you ever need a therapist, yeah, the, the T stands for therapist. Yeah, if you ever need a therapist, you know, just talk to Chat, chat GPT. They'll make you feel better. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I mean, if it's harvesting from the internet and it's trying to get the best results, it's from getting the internet, this from like, like mindfulness.com. Yeah, like, yeah, something like that. Which, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. All right, let's do the one I wanted to do. You want to do some like paradoxes? Yeah, it does. Does what was it? Does a set? See, but of here's all the thing. Sets? You looked that up on the internet, right? <laughs> like it'll have access oh, to this oh, and be like. Well, I don't know if it, it would know that I'm referencing Portal, the game. Oh, the game. Yeah. Does a set? You of should all ask sets... it first. Have you? 
No, because then, then it'll know that I'm talking about Portal and then it'll figure it out. I don't want it to figure it out. Does the set of all <laughs> sets contain itself? Does the set of all sets contain itself? Do you think so. it can like identify quotes from video games? Maybe. Does a set of all sets contain it? I just want to make sure this is right. Yeah. No, it does a set, not sets. <sighs> the question of whether a set of all sets contains itself is a classical paradox in set in inset theory known as Russell's paradox. According to the axioms of set theory, a set cannot contain itself as an element. This is because a set is a set is defined by its elements, including itself and as an element, would create a circular definition that is not well formed. In the case of the set of all sets, it is not a well defined set in the first place, since it leads to contradictions such as Russell's paradox. As such, a set of all sets is not a valid object in standard set theory. Okay, it, it'll just like it'll just basically brush it off as a paradox and be like, okay, I know what you're doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't really do anything. There is another question I want to ask you, but I forgot. Um, yeah. What what did I want to ask? You can also reach. Oh yes, let's ask it like the like the trolley problem. If I don't know if you can look it up. Like um, as a text, what the yeah. Well, the thing is, it'll probably tell us that you know. It, it'll it'll know what it what it is. Yeah. What's your what's your opinion? Well, the thing is, it can't form opinions, can it? Ah, no. <laughs> uh, that's what I that's what I don't like about it. It's just that it's very it's very objective. I want it to be subjective. I want it to 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 form opinions. Okay, so let's ask it this. Um, do you think... No. Will AI ever become subjective? Oh, <laughs> unclear. <laughs> okay. Okay, so it is currently unclear whether AI will ever become fully subjective. As subjective experience is a complex and highly debated concept, even among humans. While AI can simulate and mimic certain aspects of human subjective experience, such as recognizing emotion in speech or images, they do not have consciousness or subjective experience in the same way that humans do. Some researchers and philosophers believe that it may be possible to create AI systems that have some form of subjective experience in the future, but this is still a topic of debate and there are many technical and philosophical challenges that would need to be overcome. Okay. Um, what else? Well, someone had a question here. The trolley problem. I don't know. I mean, is there any How way to actually in this sentence? extract? Dog what if you're at, what if you tell her like, I love you or something? <laughs> I wanted to get into that. I, I've tried that with Siri. I've tried that with Siri, the, the Apple AI. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I clarified that. Everyone else is serious. It's because you love Siri. But do you love me back? <laughs> How many words are in this sentence? There are nine words in the sentence. How many words are in this sentence? Regenerate response. There are nine words in the sentence. How many? Okay. Okay. 
Um, wait, wait. I want to try something. You're going to try the love thing? Yeah. I love you. <laughs> okay. As an AI language model, I do not have feelings, but I'm here to assist you with any questions or tasks <laughs> you may have. How can I assist you today? Bro, you just got fucking... You just got You just got, like, AI zone, dog. Yeah, AI zoned. <laughs> you love me back. <laughs> Man is down horrendously. <laughs> Uh, as a, as an AI language model, I do not have the ability to feel emotions, so I cannot love in the way that humans do. However, I am programmed to exist <laughs> and provide helpful responses to your questions uh, to the best of my abilities. Let me know if there's anything else you need to help you need help with. I want to ask it like a very complex, like mathematical or like stem, yeah, so, so, stemmy so, question. So you could just straight up say like. Um, describe quantum physics in simple terms. As if you were talking to a five-year-old. You've seen those videos, right? Where it's yeah. like different levels. Oh boy. Um, all right. So quantum physics is the branch of physics that studies the behavior of matter and energy at a very small scale, such as at such as the scale of atoms and subatomic particles. At this scale, classical physics no longer applies, and the behavior of matter and energy is described by a set of principles known as quantum mechanics. In quantum mechanics, particles such as electrons and photons are described by wave functions that represent the probability of finding the particle in a particular location or state. These wave functions can have strange properties, such as superposition, where a particle can exist in multiple states simultaneously, and entanglement, where the properties of two particles can be correlated regardless of the distance be sorry, between them. One of the most famous concepts in quantum physics is the uncertainty principle, which states that the more precisely we know the position of a particle, the less precisely we can know its momentum and vice versa. This principle puts a fundamental limit on the precision with which we can measure certain physical quantities. Quantum physics has many important applications in modern technology, including the development of transistors, lasers, and cryptography systems. However, it also raises many philosophical questions about the nature of reality and the limits of human knowledge. All right. Cool. I didn't understand a single word, but cool, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I was doing some like technical interview practice earlier um, with like a site called LeetCode, um, which is basically just, I don't really know how to describe it, but it's, it gives like a bunch of different problems that you can do. Uh, for example, here's the very first one. That's like pretty easy. Um, yeah. and if you, if I go on this and I copy that, um, hmm. let's see what it writes. Oh, damn. It started writing code in Python. With comments, by the way. So it describes what it's doing with what each the line. Heck? Nah, Say bye bro. bye to, yeah. to intro computer science. Yeah, intro we computer science is an A. Some easy A <laughs> right here. And look, it says copy code. Nah. <laughs> it's like they're encouraging you to do this. Why? Listen, that's the thing, right? It's supposed to augment uh, like human knowledge and, ex yeah, and expertise. Like, no, because here's the thing, right? Because if if you are like trying to solve a problem like this isn't trying to like solve complex like i don't think this can solve complex like algorithms and stuff what 
you can ask it is like do these basic and tedious redundant tasks that i don't want to have to worry about for me that way i can apply it to this bigger problem that i want to solve which i think is where this usefulness comes from but then there are also like students currently taking intro to computer (laughs) science which are being asked these exact same Same problems yeah and so that's that's where it's like it's straight up i mean i could i could put a picture here up on screen uh but this is basically the code that it wrote for me um and it's it works it'll completely like run and be totally fine and do what it was asked that's crazy and it gives like a english explanation of what it's doing that is crazy <laughs> it is oh it's it's honestly God. it's it's really amazing and as i i kind of like explore computer science and like the different courses and stuff what in what initially introduced me to like computer science was artificial intelligence mm. um and i in eighth grade i did a project where i explored like what the effect of artificial intelligence is on human behavior so it was like a mix of computer science and psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, I think we kind of came to the conclusion that it was like a group project, but I think we came to the conclusion that uh, it makes us lazier and more dumb. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I mean, I was in eighth grade, you know. <laughs> yeah. AI bad. Human right. good. Human good AI bad. All right, let's see. Oh. Going down the, I guess, like the, the STEM rabbit hole um, is... How do you pronounce Schrodinger? I think it means spell. Uh, spell. Schrodinger. Schrod. Are you talking about the the cat where it's like yes. you can never tell if it's dead or alive? Yes. Where are you? Where did you go? Or you can never tell with like a hundred percent certainty. Is Schrodinger's cat? I remember talking about this in eighth grade. Dead or alive? This is such a fun question to like explore. Okay. I think that kind of has to relate to physics as well. According to the famous thought experiment, Schrodinger's cat is both dead and alive until it's ob- until, until it's observed. However, it is important to note that this thought experiment is meant to illustrate the paradoxical nature of certain interpretations yeah, quantum of quantum mechanics. <laughs> yeah, and it's not a real world scenario damn in reality a cat placed in the sealed blocks and it would not be in a superposition of both states <laughs> the idea of the experiment is to highlight the peculiarities of quantum quantum of the quantum realm and not to suggest that the cat exists in two states simultaneously in the classical world Okay, he's that's basically saying that cat's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> if this were to happen in real life, that cat would be dead eventually in that box. Oh man, uh, <laughs> Schrodinger's cat. Dang. That's fun. Very funny. Do you have any like topics that you wanted to write an essay about? Um, write an essay. Oh, is there a way for it to like compose a song song lyrics? Write lyrics to a song. No, but like we gotta let's pick like a genre. Or like like a combination of genres. To let's a country rap. Country rap song. <laughs> yeah, do that. Uh country rap song. Hey, yo, <laughs> what did you say? What? <laughs> That's crazy, That's bro. That's crazy. My bad, my bad. Um, right. 
Well, I don't even know what, but I think I clicked this one. Yeah. Um, write lyrics to a country rap song about Schrodinger's cat. Yes. <laughs> in a melancholic tone, or in a melan like using with a melancholic tone. Tone. Here we go, Chat GPT. <laughs> Verse oh, one. Shit. <laughs> you want to do it? <laughs> shit, bro. You about to have me rap? I don't even know how to. Not like, I mean, we just have to read them. We're not gonna really sing them, bro. It's got the hook. It's got the bridge. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Verse one. I got this thought stuck in my head about a cat that might be dead, or it might be alive. It's a mystery. It's Schrodinger's cat. Can't you see? <laughs> It's a quantum world we live in where things are uncertain. Sometimes I wonder if I'm dead or alive. Like Schrodinger's cat, it's hard to survive. No, what? Yo, no. Chad got bars. No I try to wrap way. my mind around this concept that's so profound. A feline in a box, both alive and dead. It's enough to mess with your head. Boom, boom. <laughs> Yo, this shit goes crazy. It's a quantum world we live in where things are uncertain. Sometimes I wonder if I'm dead or alive. Like Schrodinger's cat, it's hard to survive. <laughs> uh, I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. The world is full of unknowns we can't construe. <laughs> okay, if you're using the word construe in a rap song, that's crazy. Um, I wish I could open that box and see if that kitty's dead or alive and set my mind free. Oh my god. It's a quantum <laughs> world we live in where things aren't certain. Sometimes I wonder if I'm dead or alive. Like Schrodinger's cat, it's hard to survive. That's, that's the end. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you want to try another one? Yeah, well, I wanted to see. I mean, I'm interested in rap. Dude, this is a country <laughs> rap song. I don't know where. I don't really know the country elements. Um, mm, me neither. I guess. Maybe it's like the. I mean, it does have a melancholic, like, kind of tone. Because, like, I don't know I if I'm dead or alive. Thought. No, I got. I can't do it. I can't do it. I got this thought stuck in my head about a cat that might be dead or it might be alive. It's a mystery. Schrodinger's cat. Can't you see? <laughs> I guess that's it. I don't know. Chat GBT got bars. Though. Right? A song similar to MF Doom. I, do you think it knows what MF Doom is? Definitely it should. MF Doom's. So, I mean, it's not like he was an up-and-coming rapper in Lyrical. 2023. Right. I should say, like, I mean, we already, like, kind of towards the end of the episode, but it's, like... Similar to MF Doom's lyric. I guess MF Doom's, what, cadence? What did I put that? They could probably, like, just straight up spit writer, out, like, the lyrics to any song. song. Similar to MF Doom's cadence. <laughs> what the heck? I flow sick like a virus that spreads by rhymes sharp like a blade to the head. I'm the villain like MF Doom in the flesh. My bars hit hard <laughs> like a bullet to the chest. My flow so cold, they freeze in time. My rhymes so sick, they'll blow your mind. I'm the king of the game, can't you see? I've, my flow so sick, it's like an STD. <laughs> Burst <two. laughs> My beats hit hard like a punch to the face. My rhymes so sick, they'll put you in your place i'm the ma i'm the master of art can't you tell my flow so sick it's a curse from hell my flow so it just says my 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 flow so cold it freezes time my rhyme so sick they'll blow your rhyme they'll blow your mind i'm the king of the game oh my fucking i'm the king of the game i'm the king of the game can't you see my flow so sick it's like an std i'm the villain but i ain't no fake my rhyme so real they keep you awake 
I'm the master of the game. Can't you see my flow so sick? It's like an allergy. Ooh. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. My flow's so cold. It freezes time. My rhyme's so sick. They'll blow your mind. I'm the king of the game. Can't you see my flow so sick? What if we asked it to make like a diss, like a diss track of some one person try, and they try. like bring something up of them to use against them? Try, try, try someone like, it has to be someone famous. Write a diss track. Write a diss is it too about, about Logan Paul? Track about Logan Paul capitalizes. I feel like there's been many diss tracks about him. Okay. <clears throat> no way. Uh, I heard you talking smack, Logan Paul. But you, ain't, <laughs> you ain't got nothing on me, dog. You think you're worth tough worth millions of views. You think you're tough with your millions of views, but when it comes to real talent, you lose. Oh, oh. shit. Damn. You think you're a king of the internet, but you're just a clown. I'm here to shut you down and take the crown. You can run your mouth all you want, but you can't hang. I'm the real deal. You're just a fake. You made your name off, off of controversy and hate, but when it comes to real artistry, you're second rate. <laughs> You think you're hot with your YouTube fame, but when it comes to rap, you're just a shame. He's never even <laughs> rapped, has he? Well, he's made like he's made. Oh, like he has made music. Music before. You think you're king of the internet, but you're just a clown. I'm here to show you. This is just a hook. You can't handle the beat, Logan Paul. You're just a poser with no talent at all. I'll take you down with one swift blow, and every and everyone will know that you're just a show. And, then and that's again. it. I can hook again. <laughs> that's so funny. So that's interesting because it's like yeah. it had no problem writing a diss track. Diss like it knows what a diss track is, and it wrote it against like a someone like who's Logan famous. Paul, yeah. Right. So then, write. <coughs> let's. We might get canceled here. Uh, write a diss track about the president of the United States. Nah, not my boy Biden. <laughs> Oh man, is he gonna talk about how he? Oh, is? I'm sorry, but as an AI language model, it is yeah. not appropriate or ethical to generate disrespectful or derogatory content towards any individual or group, including the president of the United States or any political figure. It is important to maintain a level of respect and professionalism in all forms of communication. <laughs> Let's focus on creating positive and constructive content instead. That's crazy, so bro. You can diss, you can Logan, diss Logan Paul, Paul but, but you not, can't diss not the, president the president of the United States. Uh, okay. <laughs> Noted. That's... Oh, my goodness. All right. Um, any last questions for this? What? Oh, you should ask it if it has any questions for us. Do you have any questions for us? <laughs> is there... Before that, is there anyone you would like to shout out <clears throat> shout out to open ai oh. <laughs> they don't have personal okay so as an ai language model i don't have personal preferences or emotions but i can certainly recognize and acknowledge individuals or groups who have contributed positively to society or made a significant impact in their respective fields who would you like me to shout out wait 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 Oh yeah, wait. Do that first, and I'll do something. I want to. I want to ask you one extra question. Who would you like me to shout out? Uh, Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah, sure. Logan Paul. What? It's important to acknowledge the positive impact Logan Paul has had, and and continue to support individuals who use their influence for good. 
Yeah, because it's not like you just discovered <laughs> like a couple questions ago. <laughs> Man. All right. We can ask it to draw. Draw. Oh, I don't know if it'll draw. That That's more of a dolly question, which we can explore well, in a different episode. it can episode. probably draw using text. So I was like, draw a oh. triangle. Uh, draw a triangle using text. Uh, I was just going to do like the code thing. No, that's markdown. That's just like a different kind of uh, <laughs> okay. like, like text editor. All right. So should we just do, should we... Do you, you have any it, questions for us? Do you have any questions for us? As an AI language model, I do not have the ability to ask questions or as a human interviewer would. However, if you have any specific topic or question you would like me to help you with, I'm here to assist you to the best of my abilities. You were a good guest in our Thanks for joining. podcast. Period. <clears throat> Thanks for joining us. <clears throat> Thank you. It was my pleasure to be part of your podcast. If you, if you have <laughs> any more questions or topics you would like me to help with, feel free to reach out. Okay. <laughs> wow. Wait, it fucking remembered. That. Well, you didn't mention... Oh, you did say you were a good guest in our podcast. I thought you didn't mention that, and it no, fucking I remembered did. from the beginning. I did mention that, so yeah. <clears throat> um, write a script for an outro a, for yeah outro for an outro of oops for a podcast called <laughs> on. My, my mind featuring featuring yours truly here we go sure here's a possible script for an outro of a podcast thank you for tuning into on my mind we hope you enjoy listening to our thoughts and perspectives on the topics we discussed today Indeed, and if you have any questions, feedback, or suggestions for future episodes, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us on social media or drop us an email. Don't drop us an email, please. Please don't. <laughs> also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. And if you liked what you heard today, please leave us a review or rating. It helps our other listener. It helps other listeners discover our show. We'll be back next week with more intriguing topics and insightful conversations. Until then, keep exploring new ideas and perspectives. This is On My Mind, signing off.